0: Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. So sometimes the word evangelism can mean good things to people, and for some people it rings negative. Sometimes people would look at people that engage in evangelism maybe as zealots, as overzealous people that are just uh, radical in their faith, and maybe they need to just back off and let people come to Jesus as they desire. Kind of engage in lifestyle evangelism where you're never really confronting someone. Now, I understand, there's different perceptions as I say the word evangelism that come to your mind. Uh, Maybe you think about someone knocking on doors. Maybe you think about a Sunday school teacher teaching a Bible class. Maybe. You think about a Bible study or outreach being done on a university campus or mission trips, or I don't know what comes to your mind, medical missions. Uh, We can name a lot of different things, but what I want us to understand is evangelism is a biblical concept. There is a biblical plan to evangelism. So regardless of what our perception is, we can't uh, dismiss our responsibility. And regardless if some maybe have engaged in evangelism in a way that we would not engage in it, doesn't mean we should not engage in evangelism. As I minister on the university campuses, of course, I see people who engage in evangelism very similar to what we do. I see people who I feel maybe are not engaging or being intentional. And then I see some people that maybe i I would say they're being over-intentional and maybe even pushing people away. Uh, But regardless of what I perceive other people doing, I still have the responsibility myself to uh, obey the command, the last command of Jesus Christ, to go into all the world and preach the gospel. So what would be the biblical plan? If I want to make sure my evangelism uh, is biblical, make sure what I'm doing, um, I'm doing what Jesus would have me to do. And uh, what would be that biblical plan? We want to look at that on today's episode. And I mentioned previous episode that if you were to look in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John and Acts, you will find five parts of the Great Commission or the last command of Jesus Christ, five different parts, but you can put them all together and they make up the whole. If you were to take them in the order they are given they would not be in the order of the books so the book of John the what Jesus said there would come first during that 40 days of before Jesus ascended to heaven and he said this then said Jesus to them again peace be unto you as my father has sent me even so send I you so we understand that we're sent with the divine authority then Luke chapter 24 would come next and I'll just try to briefly sum these up he says and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, and ye are witnesses of these things. Then next would come Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. He says this, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you and then Mark sixteen fifteen, which I think just is like a summation of all of them just says go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature then Acts 1 8 would be the final one if we do them in the order that they were given but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth now as we hear the verses read, and if we were to look at them maybe on paper and just put them side by side, you'll begin to see some words that stand out. We begin to see action words. Every one of these passages has verbs of action. I mean, verbs are action words, but we, we see that action being commanded or uh, poured out on the disciples and thus onto us. to us. To go, we're sent, we're to preach, we're to be witnesses of, we are to teach and to go. And you see the word go, go uh, multiple times here. Why is that? I mean, why go? Because you and I cannot engage in evangelism by sitting on the couch or just going through our ordinary life. It will not happen. And so the plan of evangelism, first of all, is to this, is to go. Now, what does go imply? It means you have to leave where you're at. The little word go is simply two letters, but it has a lot of action in it. It means we're to go where? Outside of the church it is on their territory whose territory the unbelievers remember we are believers we're the ones commanded to go out of the church to reach unbelievers and so uh it is for you and i to go outside of our comfort zone or our christian bubble we are to go we're to get up and go now where are we to go these verses tell us into all the world all nations he tells us to begin in jerusalem judea samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth and you have to think about samaria as Jesus said that town or that location, it was not so much a, uh, another location geographically. I mean, from north to south from Judea, but it's not like it really branched out further. Like Jerusalem was the city. That's where they began. Then he says, I want you to get more regional, Judea. But when he said Samaria, that meant more than just a geographical change. You see, the Samaritans were the hated people group of the Jews. And so Jesus stared those disciples and said, look, as you go, as you have to get up and go, you're going to have to go to people that you do not like. You're going to have to go to people that maybe for some reason you have a prejudice towards. He's saying, look, the gospel breaks down all those walls and barriers. If you and I are going to follow the biblical plan of evangelism, we're going to have to go, but we're going to have to go to people, places, maybe that we're a little bit scared of. So maybe it's the homeless population. Maybe it's the drug addicts. Maybe it's people of another ethnicity or another country or another religion that you just kind of are are prejudiced towards. Let's just be honest. They would not be the ones that you would check off and say, "Okay, I'm going to go there when I have these other three choices. I hear people uh, often, even Christians, towards Muslims because of what happened on September 11th, have such prejudice towards them that they would not want to go and share the gospel with them, that they're not worthy or because maybe they feel like they would not receive them. The university campuses are like that many times because they feel it's so worldly and the, what's being taught there and the students don't want to receive it, but that is not an excuse for you and I. Jesus said you have to go to Samaria. So where is your Samaria? Or shall I say, who is your Samaria? That person or place where you say, "Mm, I'd rather go over here than there. You see, we're to go biblically to all people. So where are we to go? Who are we to go to? All nations, every creature, all those who reside in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. There is no place and no person that is off limits. You cannot share the gospel with the wrong person. Think about this. God never commanded unbelievers to come to your church. Nowhere. If they don't come, they're not not being disobedient. He's not commanded them to come. But he's commanded you and I, as believers, to go out from the church to reach unbelievers. So, why sit there in your church complaining that the unbelievers are not coming when you're not getting up and I'm not getting up and going to find them and engage them and reach them with the gospel? So, we are to go, and then we understand from our verses here, we're to preach. Now, we understand preach. We think of a preacher. We think of the pastor standing in the pulpit preaching. Uh, Mark and Luke both emphasize this as the plan of evangelism. But preach here means to proclaim, to publish, to make it known to others. Now, this would be a big misconception that this is only meant for the pastor or preachers. Yes, they do preach. But what we're talking about here in the Bible is we're proclaiming the message of the gospel. Now, we're not doing that from a pulpit only. Now, there is a called man of God that's going to stand and preach the word of God. But we understand we're all commanded to publish the gospel. That command is given to the entire church to go out into the world and preach the gospel. What does that mean? You make it known. You you share it with others. Maybe it's personally. Maybe it's with a small group. Maybe it's with an entire big group that can go about in different ways. And then thirdly here, we are to teach. Matthew emphasizes this word teach. Teach means here to make disciples. That's what the word means there in the original language. So we're going to make apprentices. If we're going to make disciples, we're going to make a learner of ourselves in order to make another learner of what and who you are following. So as you and I follow Jesus Christ, we want to find someone who can follow us because we're following Jesus, and then they can find someone to follow them because they're following us to follow Jesus. Ultimately, they'll begin following Jesus. You see what I'm saying? We're to make disciples. So the idea is here to identify a person and make them a student. This is a biblical plan of evangelism. He says, go ye therefore, go ye, that's all of you, that's plural, go ye therefore and teach all nations. What are we to teach them? He tells us, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. He says, so whatever you've learned through the truth of the word of God, that is what you are to teach them, the whole counsel of the word of God. So we're to teach the truth of of the word of God. We're to teach them how to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And then we are to be a witness. You see, the book of Acts and Luke also emphasizes this idea to be a witness. Now, anybody can be a witness, so when we think about evangelism, it doesn't mean you have to go to school to uh, go receive your evangelism degree. It doesn't mean that you have to go to certain classes or read certain books. Though so all this can be helpful to make you maybe in a better uh, evangelist, a person who can evangelize. But that's not what's needed. You see, Jesus tells us he's only asking us to tell people about what we already know or already have experienced. You see, witness means to tell of what you have seen or experienced. It's one who possesses information of knowledge or knowledge so uh, that they can pass that information or knowledge on to another. You see, you have to be a witness, though, before you can witness You have to be someone who is witness of the meaning. You have to to know that you have come to Jesus Christ, that you've accepted him as your Savior. And if you've done that, then you possess everything you need to do to be a witness, to tell someone else how to do it. So if you've accepted God's free gift of eternal life, then you can tell someone else how to accept the free gift. You, You don't have any excuses. I don't have any excuses. You see, there's going to be people that have questions, and we can talk about that. But with the essential message of the gospel, you and I already possess as believers everything that we need to share with or tell someone else how to receive Jesus Christ. And you see, we're not responsible for their response. Remember that. Sometimes we put that on our shoulders. We, we allow that to uh, hinder us from engaging people. We're not responsible for the response. We're only responsible for sharing the gospel. The rest is up to God. And so as you think about the biblical plan of evangelism, one, you got to get up and go. you got to find some way, and that's why uh, we maybe find people doing evangelism so many different ways, because there's so many different ways we could get up and go. So maybe it's within your church. There's some ministries that you could engage in that are getting up and going into the community. I understand we minister yet to people who are coming to our church, but the predominant Uh, command of evangelism is outside of the church. And so if the, uh, if all, let me see how I can put this. If, if the bulk of the evangelism is being done inside of the church, that might not be fully the biblical plan of evangelism because the biblical plan of evangelism is going outside of the church doors. doesn't mean we don't conduct evangelism, bring people in, uh, bring bus ministry and all these different ministries to bring people in. But what we see biblically is we're to go. And if we're not going, then we're not fulfilling the biblical plan of evangelism, and we're not maximizing our full impact and reach. So as we go, we want to preach. We want to find ways creatively that we can Public, or I mean, sorry, that we can proclaim the message of the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So maybe that's done through a nursing home ministry. Maybe it's done through some type of art ministry. I've seen that on college campuses where people will use art in a powerful way to draw people in. Maybe it's through apologetics. Maybe it's through answering questions that people have to remove the mental blocker that Satan puts there. We're to go and we're to teach. There's many different ways that you can teach VBSs and neighborhood Bible schools and different things you could do as a Bible study, maybe at the workplace, maybe on your college campus, maybe in your dorm room, your apartment, Uh, whatever it is, you can teach through what? A Bible study. And then to be a witness, just to tell others what you have seen, to share with others what you have experienced. That could be your testimony. Uh, We all should be able to share our testimony, who we were before Christ, how we came to Jesus Christ, and what God is doing in our life since then. That is our testimony, who we were before Jesus Christ, how we came to him, and what all he's doing in our life after that. So as you think about evangelism, are you intentionally engaged in what we would refer to as the biblical plan of evangelism? Are you consistently intentionally going outside of the church doors to preach, to teach, and to witness? Because that is the biblical plan of evangelism. And I'll say this, I think the beautiful part of it is it doesn't say these are the only three ways that you can do that. God leaves us with our talents, our gifts, and he gives us the creative ability to Take that biblical plan to go to teach, preach, and witness and to implement that in various different ways. There are so many different ways that you could implement that. And so maybe there's a ministry that you don't have at your church or you don't see, but you see, man, this could be a great way to reach this community, uh, this people group in our community. Then form that ministry. Talk to your pastor, put it together, start going. Just understand that there's so many creative ways that you and I can reach people with the gospel, and then we just need to get Get up, we need to go, we need to preach, teach, and witness. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at CFC Campus Ministry.com.